Hey girl, welcome to The Breakthrough, an online community of women that are obsessed with knowing their identity in Jesus Christ. I'm so glad that you are joining today. It has been a hot second since doing a podcast or posting on YouTube, um, but I'm giving you just kind of the real feel of what it looks like. Uh, it's not a glamorous setting back here at all, um, but we are diving in and I'm going to make sure to post this on our Facebook community as well. If you are not part of our Facebook group, um, make sure to check out the link below. We have over 400 women and growing, um, diving into their identity and growing together through small groups, through Bible studies, um, through shared content, um, literally everything. So if you want to join that or you are in our Facebook group and you want to invite a friend because you're hearing content that is changing your life, please feel free to share. Please feel free to invite to share these connections or share content um, because who knows? Who knows what you hear? It might not um, be directly what you were thinking you needed to hear, but someone else might. And so just share um, the videos or share the group or share the content or send an invite. Um, and like I said, there's going to be public uh, links like through the podcast. If you're listening through the podcast right now or you are listening through YouTube, you can send this to family or friends as well um, because truly, our misconceptions of God and our misconceptions of our identity and misconceptions of life and how things are supposed to function, what the Christian life is supposed to look like, um, gets swallowed up through periods of honestly feeling like there's nothing left, um, feeling like you're throwing on a mask or throwing or feeling like you're walking through this Christian um, walk through by yourself. And so we just want every woman who is a believer to know that she is not alone in this um, community and that she is not alone walking through her faith and she doesn't have to perform and she doesn't have to be perfect or wear a mask or um, exceed the standard of what she thinks is supposed to be exceeded. Um, and we just want to offer this freedom and understanding who you are and that you don't have to perform for who you are. And so whether that's you, whether that's a friend or whether that's a family member, we invite you fully with arms wide open to come and join us. Now that I have done that introduction, let's dive in. Um, girl, it has been a long second since I have been on a mic. I'm really excited about this. Um, like I said, you have the full view through video or you have the sound through podcast. And I just hope this connects with you in some major way. Um, we are diving into the statement, I want to get closer to God. And... Um, I want to talk about this because there's some really good points in this and there are some also really destructive views of God in this. And I want to go through all ranges, really, truly just uncovering this view of God and because that's what we've been doing for a long while is uncovering this view of God and um, just trying to see what are some healing places that we can walk through. So I had a dear friend of mine um, comment, and I loved her comment. I thought it was very realistic and honest. And she said, if me and my husband, or if my husband and I are sitting on the couch watching TV, we are together, but we're not bonding, right? We're not growing. We're just sitting there. We're in the same place, but we aren't interacting. We aren't communicating. Um, there isn't this, like, this conversation going back and forth, and it can be... Um, really mundane, right? And I think we can all experience that, whether that's through friends, like you invite a friend over and all you guys do is sit on your phones. Um, and th there doesn't feel like this, there's this, there's not this growth in this relationship. Um, there's not this growth in communication. Um, you guys are just kind of taking up space. 
And I loved this view because I get it. I get where it's like, I want to, when I say I want to be closer to God, I want to, I want to grow intimately with him. I want to know who he is. I want to understand. Um, and this is great, right? We all want to have this intention. We all want to, um, be on this desire to pray to God, to communicate with him, to have this really strong bond and relationship where we are dependent on, on him fully. Right. And, um, there's just, there's a lot of honesty in that, right? Th- and that's, that's a good sign. Like my, my, I want to be close. I want to know him intimately. I want to, um, I want to know his presence and I want to know his direction for my life when I'm making decisions or I'm trying to process things. And we can't do that really. Like it's hard to process through life situations if we don't know God. Like if our view is, would he be happy with me or would he be mad at me? Um, or does he believe in this or does he not believe in this? Did he create this or, you know, all these things. And so um, I get that where you just want to know God intimately. But we have to be careful with our verbiage because being closer to God, the deceiver uses our words. Um, Satan uses our words to manipulate, to divide, um, and to conquer within us, right? And so our words what we can say is, I want to be closer to God. The deceiver can instantly twist to, you're distant. Like God is over there in that next room and you're over here. Or he's in a spinning chair and he is turning his back to you every time he's angry with you. Or every time he's not, you know, you're not talking to him. He, he's dealing with something else. Um, and so he can start twisting these words that we thought were so good. Um, and it can start impacting our identity. And so when we say, I want to be, you know, closer to him intimately, we can just change that to, I just want to be more intimate with God. I just want to, I just want to grow that relationship. And so we can just change that verbiage and, um, and overall you're creating these new pathways in your brain and your brain is going to pick up on that, right? Like God didn't leave me. He didn't abandon me. He's not, you know, off, like he's not just waiting. He's not sitting just next to me. Um, we're going even further, just like, I want to know you. God, search me, and I want to search you. Now, that is a great, great term when it comes to view of God. But let's dive a little bit deeper. Because while that is positive, there are some really strong negatives to being closer to God. And what I mean by that is, oh my goodness, God has left me. He's abandoned me. He is on the spinning chair right? This rotating chair. And when he is not happy with me, he is turning his back. Um, or he is on this other side of the wall or he's in heaven and I'm on earth. Right. And there is such a misconception in all this because it becomes very performance based. Um, it can become very destructive and distractive, um, in our relationship with God. And so as we dive deeper into this view of God and we dive deeper into what is happening in our life, um, we have to understand one thing. So for the podcast people, you're not going to be able to see this, but I just want you to imagine, um, this happening, right? But I, for my video people, I do have some cards. Um, man, they, this was a last minute deal, but I just printed this, not printed this out. I just wrote this on some ripped pieces of paper. Um, and the first card I have is God. And, um, I want you to imagine an envelope. If you are 
a podcast person and this big yellow envelope. Imagine that. And it says God on it, right? This is God. This is God. And in God, there is Jesus, right? This is going to the vine and the branches, right? Um, I'm in, I'm in God and he's in me, right? And then here comes you. You are in Jesus as well. Okay. So this is, this is a three bulletproof, like here's you and then here's Jesus and here's God. And then the next envelope or the next paper is God's spirit. This is your bulletproof plan, right? Not only is God and Jesus surrounding you, but God and Jesus' spirit is within you. And so when you think of how in God you are, (laughs) how close to God you are, we talk about that he is intertwined with our DNA. He is a spirit. His spirit is intertwined with our spirit. There's this communication. And so we think of he is literally residing within you. He is literally with just like in your very being. And so when we understand this, when we understand that God isn't in heaven and he's waiting for us to go to heaven so we can communicate from like, I'm here and I'm talking to you, right? But he's literally within us. And not only that, I'm going to go even further, um, but he (laughs) is within you and you are within him. And this is coming from John uh, 15.5. I'm going to read this for you. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I am him produces much fruit because you can do nothing apart from me. If anyone does not remain, you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch that withers. They gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you um, produce much fruit and prove it to be um, my disciples. So I read longer than 15.5, but what is so powerful about this is when you see this visual or you understand this visual of these envelopes within envelopes within envelopes within envelopes, you are understanding that um, this fruit that's bearing is coming literally from within you and out, and it's not your fruit. You cannot produce love on your own. You cannot produce life on your own. You cannot produce joy on your own. You cannot produce self-control on your own. You cannot um, produce peace on your own. You see, we even talk about unbelievers here. And unbelievers, they physically and spiritually cannot understand love because who is love? God is love. And if they haven't experienced love from their Heavenly Father, they can't reproduce that love what they can do is they can look at love around them love um as in like from tv shows or movies or maybe their parents um and they can look at and be like oh this must be love right this this must be it so i'm going to produce this which is where we can get some toxic relationships where we can get um some like miss like miscommunication and um and so much more as well as just like a fruitless marriage because you can't produce fruit if you aren't in Christ. You can't do that. So your marriage is not going to be fruitful. And so when we look at this, the same thing with joy, an unbeliever can't produce joy at all. You can't produce joy on your own. 
Christ is going to produce that joy through you. You can look with you can look within you and be like, okay, Christ, you are my indwelling Christ. And so I know you're going to produce this joy through me. I know you're going to produce peace through me, right? It's not that you need more peace. You have all of it. It is filled in this bucket within you. And so God is just going to produce that through you, right? And so we don't have to do that out of our own resources. It's not, man, that wasn't enough joy. That wasn't enough peace. And if it was everything that we're thinking that we're doing out of our own strength and we're not. Um, the other thing I want to dive into is um, Ephesians 2.5. Now, um, here's the deal. As we dive deeper into um, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, uh, Romans, um, things can get very tricky. And if you don't understand Romans, now I know I'm going into Ephesians, but if you don't understand Romans, it's hard to understand the rest of Scripture because you're trying to process it through either a performance-based system, um, through a lifeless system, through a I do it and I perform for God, um, or a I do it all system. And Romans really goes into where we are as Christians, where we are as believers, how we're designed to function, how we are created, um, and what has happened to us. But I'm going to go into Ephesians. Now, Ephesians is so good as well. Um, but I'm going to go in from, uh, sorry, number five, um, Ephesians 2, 5. And it says, made us. So how about I go a little bit earlier? Um, but God, who is abundant in mercy. So that's, that is, um, he is speaking on who God is. He's abundant in mercy because his great love that he had for us, all of us, um, that he had for us made us alive with the Messiah, right? Because he sent his son, we are made alive with Christ, right? Even though we were dead in our trespasses, even though we were dead doing things out of our own resources as unbelievers, right? Um, he offered, he saved us. He also, but not only saved us, when we receive this gift, we are saved, but he doesn't just stop there, which is where we usually stop, right? And so this is where the Christian life gets exhausting. We feel like we are performing or um, one of our favorite authors explains it like a um, withered sprained bed or a, a withered old bed where it is higher on the top where your head is and higher where your feet are, but everything else sinks. And that that's a great way to explain our Christian life as um, believers trying to do things out of our own strength because we are on fire when we're saved. But man, the treacherous storm in the middle is so exhausting until we get to heaven. But what he is saying in Ephesians is he's saying, no, that's not it. Don't just stop by grace. You are saved. He said he also there's more. There's so much more. He also raised us up. Notice that raised is not he will raise you up. He raised. This is present tense or past tense. He raised us up with him and seated past tense us with him in the heavens in christ jesus you have to understand your position see we can go through our condition in life whether that's saying i need to get closer to god or i feel distant or i feel like i'm doing things on my own you know resources like i'm getting exa exhausted i feel like i'm wearing this mask um maybe this christian life isn't all that it was made up to be where's the abundant life all these questions but what we have to understand is we have to understand our position, and most believers don't. Most believers do not understand where they are seated. 
And we just read in scripture that you are seated in the heavenly places. Not that you will be seated in the heavenly places, but you are seated there right now. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in the future. Um, you are seated in Christ Jesus right now. And you think of your envelopes, you are in Christ. And so when you think of what's happening in our life, right, or our world, whatever is happening in your world right now, whether it's through divorce or job loss or feeling like friends are abandoning you or feeling like you're going through things on your own, um, whether that's through losing family members or kids or kids going off to college or this season of change or uncertainty, whatever it is, you don't have to process through a worldly aspect. You don't have to process through I'm here and one day I'll go to heaven. You can function through these decisions, through these life um, trials and errors. You can function through them seated in the heavenly places. Now, um, a great way to do this is, you know, when you're going through these trials and you're going through these um, situations and these really hard times is, is what they are. They're really hard times and whatever you're facing. Um, you can close your eyes and just imagine being seated in Christ, right? Imagine what that looks like, being seated in the heavenly places, and when you are imagining where you're seated, the things of this world, of this world, of not heaven, but of this world can not touch you. Does that mean it won't happen to us? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. It does that mean that it won't hurt? No, that's what I'm saying. But how you respond, how you filter, how you live is through a heavenly realm. And um, you might be like, okay, this is really weird. But when we think about this, this is ultimately what we're saying when we need to get when we understand that we don't need to get closer to God. Right? We are seated in Christ Jesus at the right hand of the Father right now. And so to know him intimately, absolutely. To understand that, to grow in that, to um thrive in that and to um really dig deep into that is important. But when we when we understand that getting closer to God isn't him in heaven, seated in heaven and us on this world, seated wherever you are right now, but you guys are in one unity and one place, it changes how you're going to filter through life. It changes how you're looking at life situations. Um, it changes how you are functioning through um, dark moments in your world right now or dark moments in your life right now of uncertainty and anger and frustration. And it allows you to respond through a heavenly, uh, a heavenly mindset, through heavenly glasses. And when we do that, when we truly do that, and we truly understand, it's not a performance-based thing. It's not that I have to perform or like, gosh darn it, I didn't respond heavenly enough. That's not it. We can't do anything apart from Christ. Remember that Christ is going to do that within us. And so when we can do that, when we can understand that, that God is going to work through us in a, an amazing way, um, that he is going to be our life, that he is going to produce that, um, that fruit through us. It allows us to just take a breath and take a step back and see this battle um, raging against us. It, takes, it just allows us to take the step and just go, God, you are fully in control. And I know I am literally a bulletproof, like you are my bulletproof. Um, surrounding and um, I know that what comes through in my life you have approved you didn't create you have approved but I know you are going to get me through this not me I don't have to get this through, through this on my own I don't have to perform um, I don't have to pass this test I just know you're going to do this through me right 
And so even this understanding of God, you are literally within me and you are the breath I breathe and you are within my lungs and you are within my DNA. God, you are going to fight these battles for me. God, you have already fought these battles. And not only that, have you already won these battles? And when we get this, when we actually get it, there is a weight lifted off our shoulders and that sunken bed in the middle starts to rise up. And it is not like that. It is, it is um, this glorious life where starting at salvation, that we thought was the best day of our life, uh-uh, it gets even better, even through trials and errors. It continues to um, exceed our expecta- expectations because we get to continue to reveal these layers of our Christian life and these layers of who we are in our identity and just walking in the spirit. And so there's so much freedom in that. But I just wanted to dive into that because I hear that statement all the time. I do, where it's just like, I just need to pray more because I need closer to God. I need to look at my Bible because I just feel so far away from God. I need to, and these are all great things, but if you're doing it to perform, to get closer, then you don't understand he's literally within you. And when we get that, then we can enjoy reading scripture without performance. We can enjoy praying without performance, that we need to get closer to him. It's just that we get to enjoy it. We get to take a breath of fresh air and just enjoy it. Girl, I'm so glad that you are joining here um, wherever you are in this world, whatever you're facing right now. Um, if you would like more details on the Breakthrough or In Christ Ministries, um, which is the ministries that I'm a part of, uh, make sure to check out our um, our website, inchrist.org. Um, and then if you feel called to give to our ministry, please hit the Give Donation button. You can either give directly to General of In Christ Ministries or the Breakthrough. Um it would mean so much because because of your giving and your donations and believing in this ministry, we are able to do what we do. We are able to touch women's lives all across the globe, not just in the U.S., but literally all across the globe. And um, we get to teach them about their identity in Jesus Christ, which is the best thing in the world and not something that we take for granted. But I will see you in our next podcast. Um, thank you for joining me today. And um, I, I'll see you. Love you. Bye.